At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Home and Shane Bacon, the production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, we welcome you to the Get a Grip podcast with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. First one, Max, and a good time to do it. Great time. Coming off a, a tie six this week at the Waste Mandate Phoenix Open. Obviously, we're going to touch a little bit on that. Your second time playing in it, which is wild. I was out there. I have never followed a professional golfer more in my entire life than I followed you this week. There was a point where I was hoping you didn't think it was weird that I was out there oh, as much even, as I was, but, uh, yeah. but I mean, I, it was, I, I was trying to get, you know, fans and, and, and how Max played. And there was a moment where I thought he wasn't going to make the cut and I was getting pretty nervous, but a great week all in all, especially on the weekend. And we'll get to that in a little bit. I wanted to start though. I get this question a lot from people. How do you guys know each other? I mean, obviously there's been a, a social media relationship and we have a lot of fun on that. I even, even had a, one of the walking officials with you this on Sunday in the final round said, uh, oh, yeah, he always see you, him ragging on you on Twitter. I mean, that's been a, a part of our relationship. But I just wanted to, to kind of like let you tell the people how we became, you know, social media friends, friends, buddies, all that, and why we kind of decided to start doing something like this. Yeah, and like the weird day and age we live in, um, I have friends that I've never met before through <laughs> social media. You were one of them, uh, you know, a year and a half ago or so. Uh, we have very similar uh, humor um we both love sports both golf and otherwise uh, i actually was with uh solly from our new mega rival no laying <laughs> up pod 
Put it out there. Uh, yeah, I was with him at uh, we we're playing golf uh, in Jack's, and uh, he, I told him I was moving out to Scottsdale, and he said, "You need to hang out with Shane. Uh, you guys are gonna hit it off." And I, you kind of get that a lot, you know, it just as people, we're like, "Oh, you're you're here. You need to hang out with this person." And I'm the opposite of that. I'm like, hey, "I've got right my friends. I'm good." But I did, like I said, know you through Twitter, so felt like, "All right, you know what? I actually might take a shot at this thing." And uh, we ended up playing and hit it off just like we did on, on online. This sounds so weird. It sounds like a Tinder it, profile. It does sound like it we're creepier. It sounds kind of creepy. Way. Yeah, we were, we were buddies yeah, online yeah. and then we met in human form and yeah, it was okay. It was still okay. Well, you know, I mean, I was thinking about it the other day. I was kind of writing out our, I mean, and this is weird, like our friendship timeline, if you will. And before even being buddies or whatever, I mean, I reached out to you years ago when I wrote a story about Tiger Woods pulling out of the Safeway event up in Northern California, I wrote a piece. I was flying to Northern California to to cover Tiger's event because he was making a return there. I love that it's Tiger's event. Yeah, yeah. he WD'd. I'm mid-flight on like a Southwest flight on Wi-Fi. I emailed my my editor at the time, and I said, I don't don't know what to do. He said, well, write some story about it. So I wrote this whole horrible piece now, but it was all about how Tiger's done. And you were the alternate that got in, and I reached out to you for a quote about getting in and, and you gave me a quote then. And then I ran into you years ago at the Walker cup when we were covering that at a golf yeah, course. LA, you, yeah, you yeah. know, a little bit. Yeah. Is it course I, I record? My, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. tournament course record. I have the, the tournament course record. Yeah. But they played match play. So maybe somebody beat it. I found out something interesting this week from you. I had lunch with you and your unbelievable caddy TP at TP, which we Man, hope sponsors. TP. We <laughs> hope sponsors this podcast at some point, but you don't even have the course record at the course you guys grew up on. Is that right? This is tough. This is early on. Our but, hey, I found this. that. I've been shook by it the whole yeah, week. So Joe, my caddy, Joe Griner, I'll, I'm sure I'll talk about him quite often. He's a, a really good golfer. But uh, the course we grew up on is a par 61 uh, executive golf course. But we also have this awesome nine hole par three course. And uh, it's the most coveted course record. <laughs> in Southern California, as far as, you know, we're concerned. And he shot 19 once, which is eight under for people that are not great at math. And, um, so it obviously was a big deal. I was super jealous and still really am. Um, but we played some time soon after and played for a dollar and the other person had to sign it and he made, I lost and he made me sign it to Mr. 19 and he used to keep it in the front of his wallet. So every time we would hang out, I have to look at it. And it is, it is, it's, it's tough to swallow because it's, it's my favorite golf course in the world. It's this absolute dump of a par three course that if you played it, you would think it was the coolest place you've been. So it's one of those, those types of golf courses and he's got the course record and it, it it's tough. So it's weird that I have one at one of the more esteemed <laughs> golf courses in all of Southern California. And I'm extremely jealous of my bearded friend, Joe. Yeah, it's fair to say, and I'm going to put this out there. He's a good player in his own regard. In his own right. In his own right. <laughs> he's a good player in his own right. He's got some game. He, a, he shot a four under at Whisper Rock on Tuesday in the Skins game from the very back tees. Yeah, I mean, he's a good player. Yeah, he's um, a lefty. You told me he he's can a lefty. go low. Yeah, you guys are like the opposite golfers. He hits it super <laughs> short. You hit it super far. He will take four iron from 170, and you'll hit lob wedge from 150. Uh, you guys couldn't be more different, but you guys would actually make a really good team. Um but yeah, he is actually a really good golfer. I think caddies these days are um, more seem to be ex ex 
professional golfers in, in some form. So um, he, he's, he's obviously a great addition to, to the team. So I wanted to ask you if somebody at home was wondering, why would you, a guy that won on the PGA tour last year that has established himself as an entertaining fella online along with being, I mean, I would say you're, you're entertaining with the stuff you do for the tour and sponsors and everything. Why would you want to take on something like a weekly podcast? Because you know, it, it's, it's, listen, I'm going to say this right now. It's, it's, it's work, man. It's going to be work. I mean, it was, took me 30 minutes to set this stuff up. Yeah. Um, it was nice to watch you do it. I had no <laughs> chance. I, I'm not tech savvy at all. Uh, I guess the, the, the main idea of it is that I, I actually would love a hobby. Um, you know, I, I obviously play golf all day, practice the rest of the time. So it's nice to kind of do something that is it, I guess, watching sports or being on your phone. Um, I'd had a couple of people approach me before about doing a podcast and I'd actually talked to my wife, Lacey about it a lot. And she made a great point that it, it is work. It's very difficult. And also you're still trying to be the best golfer you can right. be. And that was our, my biggest hang up with other people. Um, because I said, I'm never going to talk about other players. I'm not going to tell stories that would ever incriminate somebody. I'm not going to give my opinion on anything, you know, on the line. Cause I, I need, I, these are my colleagues right. and my friends. Um, and I'll tell the funny stuff. I'll tell the things that are, um, you know, I think everyone would agree is, is completely fair game. Um, but I don't want to hinder my career in any way. And that's why doing it with you, when you, when you had mentioned it, I had first said that exact thing to you and you, us being good friends, you made me comfortable in the sense that I wouldn't need to keep explaining that to you. Um, I think it's difficult with some people, uh, when you talk about doing a podcast, I could say, Hey, I'm still trying to be the best golfer I can be. And this was, you know, we've been doing this now for three, four months talking about it and, and setting it up maybe even longer. And, you know, a year ago, I understand that my golf game wasn't in a spot where people would be like, yeah, yeah but like, let's just do the podcast. And it's like, no, no, I think I can keep right. doing what I'm doing. And that's considerably more important. But I, I think that in my personal opinion and, and where I kind of have the knowledge that some people don't in these golf tournaments is I think it's important to spread the, the news about how the tournament played, why certain people were hitting at certain spots on certain holes. Um, you know, how, you know, I know nowadays like technology is a big talk and how I think like feel about that, but not just me. It's like, I think that's more of like, it would be consensus of the tour. Minus right. maybe a handful of people, but I see what other people say. I watch the finish of the tournament. I see at least for like the most part, what Webb and Tony were going through a little bit. So, um, I wanted to get my opinion out there. I fortunately have you who is like a veteran at this and you 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 know so much more about golf that I don't know so I thought that it would be a good uh a good pairing uh where you have the knowledge I don't and then I have the experience that you don't so I thought that it would be a good kind of back and forth yeah I mean I'll let me delete I got like five really incriminating questions I need to delete on my computer <laughs> right now so I thought that was exactly what you're gonna dive into <laughs> you, you it's it's interesting you say like being in the right place and you know following you this week and I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm so different from you in the way I view golf. And we, we've joked about this. We joked about it on previous podcasts that we did together when you caddied for me at the U.S. Amateur and like the stuff I would say to you and it would be like these underlying negative things and you kind of taught me that they were negative. And I did this when I caddied. I, I caddied on the LPGA Tour a few events back in the day for a couple of friends of mine, for Erica Blasberg and Irene Cho. 
And there'd be moments where I'd be caddy and, and I would be so nervous. Like I would be so nervous because I know if I was over the shot, I'd be nervous. And then they would flag it. And it would remind me that, you know, I'm not a professional golfer, you know, that these people are. And I had that so many times this week with you. And I mean, I want to get in to the week that was because it was a great week. There was a moment, you know, you told me something about par fives that you and Joe talk about. And your thing is, well, I guess it's any risk reward shot, but you say, I'm not going to take on the shot if I can't make Eagle. Like why hit the shot? If I can't make three, you know, if it's a tuck pin and you're just not comfortable with it and you did that today, I mean, Sunday, you are in the, you are in the tournament, uh, final round Sunday, waste management. You live in Scottsdale. I mean, it's buzzing. It's a huge event, you know, second time played in this thing and you have a shot on 15 or that you have a chance to possibly make an Eagle and really shake stuff up and you, and you hit it in the water and you made a great par up and down. But I was thinking about those words you said, you know, I have a chance to make three. And I talked to Joe after, and he said, you know, you're such a clutch player that he feels like you're such a player that can clutch up that he thought you, you know, you would want to take the shot on just like he wanted you to. And maybe it didn't turn out the right way, but that had to been the kind of, the kind of mentality in that moment. And I just wanted to bring that up to start because to me, that was, it was a cool moment to see. I know it wasn't the shot that you wanted to hit, but I, I loved kind of the backstory of it and seeing you guys go through it on the golf course and then seeing you try to execute it, you were trying to take on the golf shot. Maybe you don't do that a year ago. Yeah, I, I actually think that was a big part of it. Um, I would say I'm more aggressive than Joe, which I think most players are. We all think we can do things we probably can't. <laughs> um, but yeah, he. Uh, we walked up there and the, it was kind of one of those tee shots you in the back, back, back of your brain, you kind of hope you don't hit great because it's into the wind today. So it's playing way different than the first three days. It was going to be a long iron or wooden, and it's obviously an island green. And you almost kind of wish you miss it a little bit so you can lay up because it's going to be a hard shot. But I hit a good drive and, you know, walking off the box, I knew I was going to have a decision to make. And um, I knew what my thought was going to be. I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to play to win. And I thought that, Part of that was so cool to me because I haven't been in contention much. I've been playing really good golf, but I haven't been in contention. But I woke up with this weird, and this is the corniest thing ever, but I woke up with this weird just like Kobe thought going through my head about just like the whole mama mentality and and I want the ball. Give me the ball. I'm not scared of the moment. And even on the range this morning, I was pretty nervous. I haven't been in a position like this, especially at a tournament with this much buzz like you were saying. And I wanted to promise myself that I was playing to win the golf tournament and I wasn't just playing to have a good day and not screw up. So I was reminding myself that all, all morning and while we're playing all of a sudden you're sitting on 15. It's like, well, are, were you just saying that or do you believe it? And I believe I'm a very good long iron player. And I had a moment where it was a tough shot and it was a little in between clubs and sure 2020 hindsight, we could have laid up made birdie. But I think fortunately I made par and, and, and all is good, but um, I didn't, through the, you know, kind of teachings of Kobe Bryant, um, I, I didn't play that golf tournament. Get second today. I thought that that was a cool moment for me. I was absolutely. I'm fine with sixth, because uh, sixth versus second. I mean, it, it was the same thing, and that was kind of a cool thing to have in my head and stick to. And I actually, I made a good swing. It was not a tentative swing. It was not a guided swing. It was just a full on rip. 
I flushed it and I pulled it and had the wing took it. And it's just like one of those things where I walked up to that drop zone and I've been a lot more mad in my life because <laughs> I walked up thinking, okay, well, no big deal. Like you just, it's not even going down in flames. You, you made a golf swing and you tried to win a golf tournament and it, it felt good to do that. I, I think that at, at times to win a golf tournament, you need to do something special. And I was going to need to, to catch Tony and Webb at that point. So looking back on it, a birdie didn't really do me a whole lot of good. Is it weird for you? And I, I mean, listen, I know that, you know, you've kind of gone through every process of golf and you've been good to great at it. I mean, you were great amateur player, great collegiate player. You know, you, you've, you've won on the corn Ferry, and Now you've won on the PGA tour, but like this event is so different. It's so different and it's so wild and it's four days, but it feels, I mean, it felt like yeah, two weeks eternity. to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, like I think back to, I was thinking in my head back to Friday. Oh God, it feels like a different week. Thursday, especially because it's like a little bit more mellow. Right. Than Friday even. But like, is it, is it still wild sometimes personally to like finish today and you're kind of like driving back or you're like cleaning up or whatever, and you're getting ready for the Super Bowl? Is it still kind of weird to be like, I had a chance, you know, to win the Waste Management Phoenix Open that, again, is like, you know, last year you get into it and it's awesome. And now you're like comfortably competing. Yeah, for 100%. I think about that a lot. This tournament, for some reason, I think is such a plays such a big part in your year or in your career in an odd, odd way. I, I thought about it after we were done. And, and I actually thought about it last year after we were done. It's so much pressure just because of how many people are there. I think that I've said this before. I think that there's a huge reason why Ricky has played so well here. I know he he won for the first time last year, but he's had a lot of close calls. I think he full-blown embraces the noise, the people, and the atmosphere. And I do think that he's like probably the most flat-lying golfer, like suit, like, like, upper echelon superstar golfer that there is he doesn't fist pump a whole lot he doesn't do all these things but he he seems to totally embrace this week and um i think a lot of people most people it it does kind of make you shell up last year getting in i had never played in anything close to this Uh, most of us especially if you're coming off the corn ferry tour if you get 20 people watching your group at a time, it's kind of a lot. <laughs> right. um, I'm sure this is something that, you know, Tiger and, and, and Ricky, obviously, and JT and all these people go through all the time. But for us, it's like kind of exciting, but it's also intimidating might be the wrong word, but it, it's just different. So this tournament is different than different. You know, it, it's the craziest. Yeah. And, and, and one of my friends that played mini tour golf with me when we kind of played back in the day, he was asking me, he was wondering is it so crazy that it's almost peaceful? Like, is it so crazy that it's almost like you kind of know what's go- what to expect? You know what it's going to be like. You know the buzz is always going to be there. You said it like on 10 today, you were sitting over putting. There was, what was yeah, it? Yeah, the wheelbarrow. There was like a wheelbarrow going. And I heard it too. It was the, yeah. I mean, it was like, it was like almost like a movie wheelbarrow creaking noise. It was. It was like a haunting noise. And you still, I mean, you said you didn't yeah, back you off because you're like, it's it. going to be something else. Well, they're going to boo me if I back <laughs> off. So you might as well just hit the thing, you know? Yeah, it's one of those things. I, I, I uh, again, like I said uh, just a moment ago, like how it kind of helps your career. It might have helped me play well at Wells Fargo last year or in bigger moments. Um, you come out to the tournament and you know it's going to be loud. And you know there's going to be a lot of people saying a whole bunch of stuff while you're hitting or maybe right before, maybe right after. 
And it almost puts you in, it's kind of like the whole fear, the fear, the sick golfer, feel this fear, the sick athlete. Um, when you're sick, you already know things are going to feel not good. And it's almost like you become ultra positive and ultras locked in everywhere else. This week, I feel like I put myself in a bubble for the most part. Like today was a perfect example. I'm walking off the first tee box and people are saying things here and there. And, and most of them are nice, but sometimes they're not very nice. And, uh, somebody saying hi to me and I keep hearing like, like go max, go max. And I don't look up because I've kind of learned at this tournament, if you give somebody an inch, the rest of them take a mile. And then Joe tapped me on the shoulder. He goes, dude, that's your boy, Steven. And it's Steven Tinoco. And, and I look over, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like so dumb. But you kind of get <laughs> into that rhythm of like, I'm not going to look at anybody. I'm going to be in my own world. And it is kind of peaceful because, um, like, again, for me, like, I don't get that a lot, um, to have it at, at, at in the tournament and actually be in some, you know, some sort of contention with the lead was cool too, because there's a lot more uh, rooting interest for the people. It's not just like making fun of your last name, for instance. Um, and yeah, or so your it, arms, it, God, your arms, are my, just get, my arms get a lot. They're getting grilled. They're really not. As it's bad not as that bad. Dude, it's not. It's the golf digest thing. They like blackened it or oh, something. Man. But yeah, so it's, it's a fun tournament. And, and, and I think it teaches you a lot. I really think that the people who don't play here don't love this atmosphere. And that's, totally understandable my caddy joe said it perfect he said uh one of the days somebody was talking while we're teeing off on nine just talking while we're hitting and we hit and it wasn't super distracting at the time but he will walk off the box we were talking to the uh i can't remember who we were playing with somebody else's caddy it might have been pete um keith mitchell's caddy and he said you know any other tournament in the world like if we're at bay hill we're saying dude you got to stop talking right and here it's just like keep going man it's <laughs> fine we're in you know it's like so tame and it, but it's such a fun tournament. It, I swear, it, it, it you you grow thicker skin, and we need thicker skin. We are babies on this tour for the most part, right? And you you know, it's I've never. I mean, I've thought about this a little bit, but you say we. You you've been saying we a lot, and you say we don't get this. And I mean, you're talking about yeah. the not super duper stars, right? Yeah, yeah. You're talking. I, about I would say like the the general public of the tour. I, I really do think that there's probably only ten guys a week or maybe 10 guys in total that get like a consistent mega following. Right. And I've always thought, you know, if you have Tiger Woods, right. Versus somebody that's been on tour for three years and they're vying for a major title. Tiger is so much more comfortable in every regard. And I'm talking about, he's not thinking about the money. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's not thinking about status or what comes with, I, I get five years. He's not thinking about that because obviously he doesn't have to worry about it. He's not thinking about I might win my first major because obviously he's won majors. And the crowd. The crowd is kind of the biggest part. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. the biggest part. So this is actually, in a way, the waste management helps, as you said, we out because yeah. you do get it all week long, no matter 100%. if you're playing great or bad, or greater, greater, horrible. The, th the, th the biggest thing for me at the Wells Fargo that was so difficult was, you know, I'd go out there Thursday, play okay, Friday, played amazing. And all of a sudden, I'm in the second last group with Rory McIlroy. And of all the things you just said, uh, Tiger can doesn't care about them, not care, but he doesn't need the money. He de he doesn't. Um, he's won a major. He's won a million golf tournaments, maybe literally. <laughs> he's done all the things, and he plays in front of a packed house right. every day. So if I'm, uh, so I get paired with Rory, and of all those things in my brain, if I can control, I can not think about the money. I can not think about what winning a tournament does for me i can i i cannot think about all these things the masters all that 
I can't not think about how many more people are watching because I'm literally looking at them. And you get on a tee, and for me that day, it was like Rory McIlroy's birthday, and they're singing happy birthday to him <laughs> on the tee. And I haven't had this many people watch me in my whole career combined. And all of a sudden, I'm like in, immersed in this thing, and you make a putt, and there's a huge cheer. But it's weird because it it jacks you up. Like, it makes you feel... I. I get why Tiger fist pumps when he makes putts because it's louder. I used to fist pump putts and no one's there. And it's like, what are you doing? You know, you, you look like a clown. So it's like this dumb, it, it's so much more fun. But yeah, if I was playing in the final group or not even the final group, if I was playing in a meaningless Saturday round or, you know, quote unquote meaningless and I'm with Tiger, he's going to be like half asleep, I would imagine, as far as the week goes. And I'm going to be so jacked up and nervous that I don't know what I would do. And it's just like such a weird difference. Now, I, the biggest thing for me is I've I'm, I've gotten a lot more used to it. This tournament, I felt so much more comfortable with the just with the crowds, not with anything else, but with the crowds than I have because I've been fortunate. I've played with Rory a couple of times. I played with Ricky and Bryson at Colonial. Like you start to get used to being like kind of the group, even, you know, Palm Springs I got to play with Duff for three days and you know he's won there he's a super famous like player so for three days for a tournament that doesn't get a ton of crowds we had people following us you even just getting used to just like the same 20 people watching you for a day that you don't know like not my mom <laughs> uh that's like a weird you right. feel like you need to be giving everybody water and thanking them for like coming <laughs> out so it's just like a whole you get used to it and it, that's what's fun but yeah you're right I mean Tiger Tiger's 10 to 15 deep every single day of his entire life. So what is the difference for him playing in the final round of a major in the final group? I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's a huge advantage. So you've, you've won, you've won, you won the Wells Fargo. You have contended in events, but you said something pretty interesting to me before we started. You said this was like one of the most fun days you've had as a golfer, like this Sunday. At I think Boys. it was the most fun. Yeah. The most fun you've had. Yeah, I mean, obviously like winning is more fun, but I felt the energy coming off like the first tee box was, I felt really nervous this morning for a weird way, but not nervous like, I've always said this, but like there is negative nervous and there's positive nervous. I felt nervous in a good way. Like, dude, you could do something special here. And also like this is a fun one to do that because you get roars. Like I, I, I made that, uh, I made a putt on, five for birdie and it's a harder hole and i mean it was loud and it was the front nine is not usually very loud we talked about this like this was the first or uh, besides you know obviously last year was the only other time i played it but like usually the front nine here is not very crowded i feel like it was a little more spread out this year and it got loud and made a par putt on six and it was freaking loud and you really f it was a fun day because i played well from start to finish and um you know, you're always anticipating 15 through 18 i mean it's a whole you know kind of different worlds for golf. Um, so it, I just enjoyed it. I, again, it was probably a typical day in a superstars world as far as the people go. And, and the, the things that I loved about it was just, you know, like I said, the people, the fans, the roars, this and that, that's probably a typical day for them, but it's not one for me and to play well and, and get to hear the roars and feel like you handle yourself. It was really fun. It's fun to come to 16. I tell you this, that 16th hole is something else. It's demanding mentally. Um, it's not the hardest hole in the world, but it's demanding mentally. And you better, you know, you better really own what you're doing. And it was cool to come to that hole this year with like a chance, like a outside chance, but with a chance and to hit a golf shot. Cause it's like, I'm nervous there on Thursday when it means nothing, 
in, in the grand scheme of things. And all of a sudden I'm on there where it means a whole lot. You know, you're, you're, you're a pull away from losing, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars or maybe making thousands of dollars. And you get up there and you hit a golf shot and you hit, and I hit a really good one today. And you learn a lot about yourself with this term. I really will say that. I think it, it would, it helps a lot of the people, the rookies and, and the second year guys quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, to your point, you, you are doing stuff at a tournament that you will do if you're in contention. I mean, that's the only, because this golf tournament, I mean, I, it, it's going to have in 10 years, there's going to be 2 million people that come to this. For thing. Sure. Like you talk about the front nine and we were joking about it, but I first came to the waste management, maybe in, I think it was probably 2005. I was in college and came up with a buddy and you know, 16 wasn't totally enclosed at the time. Obviously, there was none of those grandstands on 17. You really are old. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, older. Older. I'm, I'm definitely older now. I think post 35, you're older. Okay. I think that's the mark because 30 is 30. And then you're kind of the all the early 30s are the same. Like 31 is the same as 33 is the same as 34. 35 How is exciting. Well, but I mean, I'm just saying like there's you forget how old you are. That's this. That's yeah, yeah, the yeah. age. Like that's the gap when you forget your age. Yeah. I, that's that when I started to not know. Cause you never forget your, if you're 28 or 29 or 27, like I right. feel like you always know you're 28, right? 29. You're 29, but I don't forget it. You're not going to forget it. And you're especially not going to forget it now because it's your last year in your 20s. Until I'm 30 and when it means nothing. Anymore. Well, no, no, no. 30 is great. 30 is good. 30 is great. Why? Because you're 30 and you feel kind of mature and you have a job that's okay. And you're going to feel like, you know, Hey, I'm 30. Great. I don't know if I'm mature. And then, I think you're mature. And then you were like locked in this week, mature. Your face well, was I like, mean, yeah, like work. You I'm were mature. like Everyone's zone. Mature at you work. broke your zone on 17 today. Yeah. Cause I was really happy. I made <laughs> no, 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 no. But you, you were like super locked in. You talked to me on six on Friday. Yep. You hit a great shot there out of yep. the bunker. Impossible. It's, yeah. You oh, know, five, five, five. Yeah. You hit it. You hit it out of the bunker. You had like six iron and, and I'm, Again, this goes back to my nervous stuff, but I was, I was like, man, I mean, this is brutal. And there's like a wash in front of yeah, the green like for people that aren't there. It's, yeah, yeah it's you could get yourself all in kinds trouble. of things. And you, you hit it on the front of the green. It was great. And you came over and you're like, I was like, pretty, pretty good there. Just like on 18, I was trying to get your attention on 18 because you, I, I you looked, hit, I looked for you after 18. I thought you I, hit a 380. I, I, the shot like I hit today it, yeah, all, on Sunday. all of the yards. It was actually funny. The guy walking with us who works with the, the you know, the, the production, I hit it and he, I've never hit a driver that hard in my life. And he, I heard him say, I thought it was Joe, but I heard him say, wow, like great shot, Max. Great shot. And I was like, yeah, thanks Joe. You know, like, I mean, I agree, <laughs> Take it down but, yeah, us, but he was like, amped, but I was amped for me too. And I was looking for you guys. Cause I was one to be just like mouth, like, wow. I was hoping you'd flex. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the problem with doing silly stuff like that. Oh, then you get clowned by the rest of the hundred thousand people. No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's like, you were actually on TV. Oh, well, so yeah, today. I definitely wasn't right. Like, I'm not even sure that I was, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I, I'm just saying you were, you were on TV. Like, cause you were, you know, you were late in your round and you yeah, were yeah, yeah. right there. You were in the top five and I, I mean, you were, you were like 60 yards past both the guys. You were yeah, playing it was, with. it was fun. But then somebody out drove me after. But so, so, okay. I'm going to put my, uh, I've never been on this. Well, I've been on this side of the mic, but I've never been a co-host. Yeah. 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 So now I get to ask. Yeah, of course. Person. All right, cool. Um, the whole week for me is fun and I'm sure other people would like to trade what they're doing for what I'm doing. But this is one of the random weeks where I would trade anything to do what you did, like just get to walk 
and watch. You didn't drink very much or anything at all, but I would have been. Um, I want to know what it's like to watch and walk and and the chaos. Because like I said, I go bubble. I'm not seeing anything. I have a couple things that I saw that like I kind of remembered, but you get to like kind of soak it all in. And I really actually want to know what it's like. Because at times I would walk over to you just so I could like, feel like I was part of the crew walking because right. it seems so fun. Yeah, I mean I mean your wife walks every round at every, every tournament round, every, every time. Tournament, yeah. uh, and and, uh, and then you had your best buddy in town and he was walking. Yep. So I'm kind of like in the ropes out of the ropes in the ropes out of the ropes talking to all these you people. You're showing off. No, I I'm, the only reason I go in the ropes is cuz you can get around people. <laughs> and then I yelled at my cop today. But then your buddy who is unbelievable. Yeah, PD. Oh, shout out. That guy's great. And so much fun to be excited with. Oh, the, he is the, an excitable man. One he of is. the best traits in life is if if you can meet somebody that gets excited about the stuff you get excited For about. Sure. You know, like if you're a basketball fan, I mean, w- w- you and I both love the NBA. It could be anybody that does anything on any team. And you or I text it to each other. And like, we're both excited. Yeah, about yeah. It. Like Dame, Dame scored 51 on Saturday. Fired up. Don't yeah. care about the Trailblazers. Nope. Not not a Trailblazer fan at all, but that's awesome. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and he's one that's of those guys. Like, he is unbelievably excited. Unbelievable hang. Totally the kind of guy you'd want to be at a four top. You know? Especially he, one who's like saying he's going to drink a, or have a drink for every birdie. Yeah, he did that on Friday. He did. Mm-hmm. And he had every kind of drink. So that was, so I will say this about the, the event. And this goes back to a little, a few moments ago, we were talking about age. I... Now it's a lot <laughs> at 36 because I'm not drinking while I'm there because I'm working. You These know? darn kids. And it's it's just like when they yell stuff at you, I get annoyed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when they yell stuff at like Nate Lashley, I'm like, I'm like annoyed at the stuff. Somebody said, uh, I think it was Friday I was watching and somebody yelled out, you know, like, like a 40 footer. Hideki has. You know what hole it was? It was three when you made that eagle oh, yeah, from yeah. forever. And and Hideki has like 40, 50, 60 feet for eagle. Impossible putt. Leaves it like five feet short, which is, what would you grade that? A yeah, yeah. B plus, a, yeah, a minus? Eight out of ten, yeah. And somebody's like, screams out. You should have hit that with your driver. Yeah. And, you know, you're just like, like, I like I just want to turn around and just look at the person and say, like, I I forever hate you. Like, you... <laughs> I forever. You're hate. on my list. Like forever, I forever. I forever hate you, and I will never not because you're the person that yells that kind of stuff. For sure. And I'm sure you hear it all. I know you hear it all because I ask you after, which is funny. And that's some of this is a part of our segment, so I don't want to get it all yeah, out of yeah. here right now. But so every week we're going to do some stuff uh, that we're trying to do consistently, and we're going to ask for you people to send in ideas as well. So if you have any, send them in at maxhoma23 on Twitter at Shane Bacon on Twitter, and Max joined Instagram as well. I'm recently about it. at max dot homa if you follow him on instagram actually you know what we're gonna take a quick break and be right back at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. We are back. You are listening to Get a Grip Podcast with Max Hillman and Shea Bacon. Max, I want to touch a couple things on waste management before we move on because I want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl as well because we just watched it at my house. And it was it was kind of really didn't seem like anything was going on and in the last seven minutes were a lot of fun. So we'll get to that in a second. One thing is on Friday, I was following you and you make bogey on 11 to go to plus one for the week. Yeah. And... You know, over par is not normally going to make the cut at this event. I mean, you normally it's one, two, three under par right. is going to be somewhere around the cut. And you kind of, I called it, a, by the way, I call it, a, I called it a Shane Bacon par to my friends because you were in the desert twice on the hole. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like that. I was like, that's like a me par. Yeah. You yeah. hit it left on 13 to par five. And then you, <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. were by the Tiger Rock, by the way. I was. Yeah, you were right by I the was. Tiger Rock. I wish you could move a bush. <laughs> like you could move the you boulder, can't get 40 fans over to, no, to like, rip the bush I don't out have 40 no fans. no so so you hit an iron kept it in the desert hit it in the green side bunker make five you make five it was a miracle five it was the yeah the like the super mega five but you're you're one over at the time and you just went through what and i know 13 is the easiest hole on the course it's a birdie hole yeah, yeah. and i hate i hate and you told things. me that 14 is the hardest hole on the course yeah it was even 14's. though i disagreed but then every day i got on the tee I was debating whether it was or wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just four. It's four ninety uphill. Yeah, it, it's a hard. It's a hard. So ride. you hit on the green. You have like thirty five feet, and and at this exact time, my buddy Nick and my wife had walked up and asking, "How you doing? How's he doing? How's he doing?" I said, "Ah, you know, he's he's doing okay." I was like, he, "I kept, you know, he's got birdie holes up yeah, coming." Yeah, sure. And you make it. Sure. Yeah. Cash it. Hoop birdie it. fourteen. Hit it on a fifteen and two two putt birdie. Hit a great shot on sixteen. And you lift that out, right? It rolled uh, over yeah. the lip. It rolled over the lip. Yep. And then birdie 17, birdie 18. Yeah. So you're, I mean, comfortably in. And, and that really, I mean, you shoot one over in the opening round, 67. You shoot that great 64 on Saturday and 68 in the final round. But when you're in, when you get through 
take me back to Friday and you get through 13 and you said it's kind of a slap around par. Yeah. You know, nothing pretty about it. You just kind of got up and down and made par. Are you like, are you thinking about I've got to make some birdies? Oh, yeah. Are you like pissed at yourself because the third, like, and like, how do you turn that in? My question is, how do you turn the frustration with whatever's going on or the way you're playing into something positive that quick? The 13, I was pissed off at myself, but not because of par. I thought I did a great job to make par. So I looked at it positively in that. In that sense, I did a great job to make par. I made a terrible swing off the tee, probably a poor decision on the second shot, but I even looking back on, it, I'm not a hundred percent sure where else I could have played it. I did kind of play for something to get lucky and I did get lucky and then, you know, had a good up and down for par. Um, I was mad at myself for hitting a tee shot. That tee shot was a pure, straight up reaction from the bad tee shot I hit right in the water the day before. It was a f- not a flinch, but it was a shut the face. Don't go right don't go in the water drive. And it's just like, I'd been hitting the ball. Well, um, most of my mistakes for the first 27 holes were just based off of a previous shot. It was not me. I knew that I was swinging the club really well. I played well the week before and I've been, you know, really playing well for the past three months or so. So that that's where I was pissed off. So I turned 13 to a positive in the sense that, man, I really made a great par and I go to 14 still think, feeling confident and comfortable with my golf swing and, and everything I'm doing. So it just was a matter of, all right, let's stop wondering or thinking about what just happened and the shot I've hit, you know, the day before, prior and what I did on a similar tee shot. It's like, how about we just go swing the freaking golf right. club? Because every time I've been doing that, I'm hitting it about where I'm looking. I do that. I hit a kind of a mediocre nine iron and make finally make a putt. I hadn't been putting well. And it's one of those things where you keep hitting good shots you it, you're going to be rewarded. It might not be Friday of the waste management, right. but it'll be the next week. And, um, you know, then I know, you know, it's not even planned, but I, you know, 15 through 18 are your scoring holes. And golf is one of those weird games where let's just say the golf course had 14 impossible holes and four easy ones. Well, if the four easy ones are at the end of the day and you're three over through 14, are you going to be mad or it's like, oh, no, no, like 100 is pretty good because 14 is really hard. 14 of them really hard. It's just you happen to only play the four easy at the end. So it's one of those courses and tournaments where Joe said it best this morning. He said, we're going to play the before we even teed off. He said, play the front nine patient. You can always get hot in the back nine. And we didn't, but that that's the idea of this golf course. So it was one of those things where like you could look at it as, oh, my gosh, you finally found it. Or it was like, well, you've been playing pretty good. And we finally got some holes that are a little bit more scorable. And I felt like that's what I did really well. Um, also started to trust myself a little bit more. But I told Joe, Palm Springs, final round, number 12, we were one or two over and had played well the first few days and we're kind of out of the golf tournament all of a sudden. And I told him walking off the green, I said, we're going to play some good golf for a long time because this game is good. And I thought about that last week and I thought about it again this week. It's like I finally feel comfortable and in, 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 the, in the game. So even if I would have missed a cut Friday, it would have been a bummer more, more so because I live here because we're doing this pod and I wanted more stuff. <laughs> well, that's to talk what I was about. saying. I, I was wanted to just sweating. keep playing. Yeah. I was sweating it. I was thinking, because I mean, you've agreed to this and you've agreed to talk about the good and the bad. And that's the the best part about it. And with the yourself. bad's going to be better, but no, for sure. But you know, like I'm like, it's shit like this. He's going to, well, miss- I thought it was going to be like the reverse good luck podcast. Like right. you come on this podcast and like, 
you get sick. <laughs> you know, you miss the cut. Instead of like everyone gets the bump podcast. Right, right, like this, right. I was thinking about that on Friday. I was like, guys, this podcast is going to be like bad luck. Yeah, like everybody. they come on the podcast and then they have a six-month yeah, yeah, injury. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so I wanted to like just have – and I also like, you know, now I'm a content guy. So like I needed right. more content. And Saturday's the content like episode of the year at this golf tournament. Yeah, are you an influencer now? Is that what you – No, that, no. Okay, God, if anybody's influenced by what I do, they're, they have I, I, real big issues. I, I get, had somebody send me a swing for your roast today. I'm oh, like, yeah, I, I get a lot of those. <laughs> you get a couple, two or three. Maybe I'm gonna, I've decided this. In three years, we're going to ask you if you love that idea or hated the idea. We'll yeah, see where I think you it's go. A good, it's getting, it's getting bored. I, I do love it. I, I have it in my, uh, again, since I'm a, I'm a big, important coach, now I have it in my notes uh, to talk about. But I did have one guy ask me to, to roast his uh, beer chug. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday on one and I stopped and waited for him to chug it. And he took about two sips and then put it down. And he, he, I said, that wasn't very good. And he goes, I thought you were walking away. So I stopped and I was like, well, I mean, I get it, but I didn't. And he had his moment in the sun and then kind of, kind of didn't really, really do much with it. But, <laughs> um, that was a breath of fresh air because people yelling at me to roast their golf swing while they're not only not playing golf, but nowhere near holding a golf club is just an awkward situation for me as, as, a, as a person. You know what you're going to start getting? This is going to be the terrible stuff. You're going to be like in an airport. Oh, God. Yeah. And somebody's going to be like, bring a phone over. No, no, they're going to they're going to do the swing themselves oh, like without God. the club. God. That's my personal nightmare. This is going to be terrible. You, you have to come That's up with like, pretty good. I, I Bob. <laughs> Back to accounting. Yeah, oh, that would be funny. Oh, you are you're in terminal B and that drive uh was probably in terminal C. <laughs> have a great flight. Wait, what other notes do you have about the tournament? I, I didn't Let's even know like, you had a notes thing. Oh, yeah, I do notes. I'm I want to hear what other what, what other what else you heard. Um I have a I, oh I have from this is I want this to come up organically, but I have my uh friend Steven and his story with Roy McElroy. I'd like to get that out of the way at some point. Um I have one labeled two girls, one cart. <laughs> I haven't told you that story yet. Uh, I saw. A so lot they, of, wait, these aren't just waste management stories. These are life uh, stories. Life. The, the, the two girls, one cart was from waste management yesterday. Okay. Uh, Mighty Ducks. That's from. That's labeled. That's the header. <laughs> that's from yesterday. When are girl, you write, girl wait, wait, crying wait. by front? <laughs> I know exactly what it is. Wait, when are when are you writing? When are you writing these down? I mean, you're not. I rolled some during the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh oh oh I do have this a lot of swing roast requests one chug requests I can't I can't believe the guy didn't do it uh, he he so, seemed really bummed out so he I, didn't know I, that I, I was a, watching I got a buddy of mine that you he he texts you all the time now and you don't even know him unfortunately Max is too nice to like tell people to leave him alone so my buddy texts Max massive amounts of nonsense all the time and we're in this group chat. And I laugh at it because I like the guy's sense of humor. I think you like his sense of humor oh, yeah. too. But anyway, he can chug Guinness in like two seconds. Guinness. That's disgusting. And he says it's easier to chug Guinness than it is any other beer because there's less gas. So there used to be a bar in Vegas, and I think it was an Aria. And it was like one of those bars in the hotels that like are something. And I think this one was like an Irish pub. And if you can chug a beer in under like five seconds, you get it for free. And we every time I we went to Vegas, we go there. You chug like three Guinness, three free beers, three free beers. Then we go. Last trip, they can't. They said you can't do Guinness anymore. They oh, added and he a can't rule. chug anything else. He said no. It's all too gassy. Oh my god! But Guinness has a one trick pony. Yeah, but hey, it's a good skill. Eh. 
You can you always could probably beat everybody. Everybody has your reaction. You just had. You went. Oh, Guinness. Yeah, I guess you know it, it's. Impre- I would just say finishing a Guinness. I, I hear that the ones over in Europe are a lot better, but the Guinness I've drank here, and I am I'm not a manly man, so I'm okay. To, I drink I drink uh, Carnegie and Bud Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, but I, I don't know how somebody just finishes a dark beer, let alone chugs it. So I guess that that would just I would give them it for free. Just yeah, for I mean, three three seconds easily. Uh, we watched the Super Bowl together. What a game! You had a good point about the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's just not. This is like a blah fan base. I, I'm happy Paul Rudd is what I think of when I think of the Chiefs and the guy from Modern Family. I'm blanking on his name. And the Niners, I still think of like Jerry Rice, Steve Young, right. Joe Montana, and then my friend Peter, who is a Bay Area <laughs> fan. So like, I don't think of, I don't think that they, and maybe it's because we've been sp- not spoiled because I can't stand how much they've won, but like the Patriots have owned the Super Bowl. Like your your focus has been, is Tom Brady going to win another Super Bowl or is it going to be some cool upset by any other team in the league? So I'm interested in this take for a couple of reasons. One is, you know, it, it's more the the people like you and I who don't have a rooting interest with the Patriots or the Eagles or the 49ers or the Chiefs, right? Like we are just sports fans are going to watch Super Bowl because it's a Super Bowl. Right. And we're going to watch a big football game because it's a big football game. And maybe we don't attach ourselves to either of those teams because, you know, the 49ers used to be in the Super Bowl all the time. And it's, you know, they've kind of like they've been intermittently while, been yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, the Kaepernick team made the Super Bowl and this team obviously made the Super Bowl. And, and we I thought, didn't even remember that. Yeah. That crazy. And we thought they were going to win. I mean, you I mean, I thought they were going to win. I thought San Fran would, would go ahead and no, win I that did. game. I thought the Chiefs were going to win. Well, that was an unbelievable comeback. But, there. <laughs> but, you know, but like, I was right. The, the KC thing, it's been, I mean, it's been 50 years since they were in the Super Bowl. So I just think like casually, do you it's remember nice. watching the? <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, you can't. I'm, you can't make. I mean, you can't make old jokes until I'm at least forty. Okay, I thought you said thirty-five was older. No, I said thirty-five is when you you feel like you're old. Okay. Do me a favor. Yeah. Use your typewriter and then send me a note and let me know what are old and what are older jokes. So, <laughs> so Andy, so Andy Reid was that is like the happy the world needs that like he five, was so happy that five minutes of him on cam like, like fox I did an unbelievable it. job yeah, yeah. never cut away from him like that that is it looked like he was trying to cry but he doesn't cry so it like it didn't happen but he really wanted to cry right. like he knew he was supposed to cry and then my my wife has an unbelievable point i thought she said that Gatorade baths got to be brutal. Yeah, I, I because, uh, big disagree on this. But, but, but I, okay, you're sticky for hours. Sure. Hours. You're so happy forever. Happy forever, but you're not sticky forever. He goes you know what? There's a shower. In the if you got right? Gatorade dumped on you after you won the Masters, <laughs> you better. Ble- I might not ever shower. <laughs> you would just have you would just have Gatorade on for the whole. If you win the Masters this year. After all your stuff you got to do, back at your house, yeah. I'm dumping Gatorade you on you. You can kick me straight in the and nuts. And you have to have Gatorade on you the next day when you're flying to New York when you have to do all the media. <laughs> on, my, Deal? What, on, on my private jet? They because fly I'm the richest there. person ever I now? They, I think they fly you because sure. you, you go do all the stuff. Sure. All right. This is a deal. Yeah. If I win the Masters. Green Gatorade. You could pour green Gatorade on me, kick me in the nuts. <laughs> you can... 
pepper spray me and I'm going to have a smile on my face for about ever. <laughs> there ain't no argument against I will, that. I will not pour Gatorade on you with the jacket on. That's our rule. Yo, uh, yeah, jacket that, on. That, that seems pretty fair. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. So I want to get to some segments because a lot of them kind of apply to our week in, in terms of the Wells, uh, of the Wells Fargo. See, I'm thinking about you winning again of, of the waste management. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and my first one is uh, we're going to have a not great idea. Great idea every week. I'm taking this. I'll waste. do the not great idea. Well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to have it. So no, like every week you could do the good one. Well, this one, this one's a, this I, one I think is a good idea. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I so, don't have good ideas. Okay, so you're the idea man. I've thrown this idea at you. So this isn't news to you, but I want it to go into action. So my hope is that people listening will push you on this. I saw it today, Max. 18th hole. Nate Lashley, buddy of ours, hits it right, hits a fan. Did it hit somebody? Uh, yeah, they they were like they said it hit him. Oh, cause I it was it was for a guy's head. Yes, yeah, so was, it, it, it was like a it was one of those like that I hit you and okay. they they were like yeah 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 you had that happen right yeah where they don't really agree yeah, with they it like they, yeah they want to be nice about it you just want to <laughs> know so you can sign your tacky glove and okay. move on. So what happens? Which you sign a glove. Point, yeah, you sign a glove. And Nate, as golfers do, took a glove, signed it, gave it to the guy. Crowd clapped. Go on with your business. I don't, I don't want a glove signed. No one does. I don't want a glove. Unless you're a kid, I think. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. But if you had a kid. You're so here's my idea. Person. Here's my good idea. My good golfing idea. This is a great golfing idea. So say. 
I want you to stop, start carrying, and we've already got caddy approval on yeah, this. Yeah, we did ask Joe. I want you to start carrying a gift card grab bag. Love it. In the bag, we're going to have $25 gift cards to your chain restaurants, your Sizz- Applebee's, your Chili's. Sizzler. Your Sizzler. That's Is, my pick. Are they still around? We'll find out. Okay. We'll look online after this. Yeah. So $25 Sizzler. We'll go with Sizzler gift cards. I hope they're not sponsoring the podcast. Well, we have $50 gift cards. We're going to have... I like like a random $100 Visa gift card. Like I, you can I, buy whatever you I want. think you have to have in there one $500 Visa or American Express gift card. $500. Whoa. I think you got to have some $100 like, you know, Travis Matthews sponsor yours. Maybe Titleist throws something in there, something they can use on the site. That's nice of them to do. Be a part of it. But you hit somebody. Go over there. Apologize. Frank, yeah, I'm sorry, man. That's a bad thing. Up. Take the bag out. Shake it a little bit. Blind. Hand in. Pull it out. Let's go. I just, this is, I'm all in on this. <laughs> we got to start I it. I can't. I'm, I'm a little nervous for the day where I hit a guy in the head and he is concussed <laughs> and bleeding out of his, he looks like oh, he might be smart. dying and he plucks like the $12 <laughs> scissor gift card and like it goes from funny to like all right man but like what are you really gonna give me L- listen i have we'll have a deal if the dude's in a stretcher <laughs> he gets a fire just give him a hundred dollars yeah, don't, don't give him the big don't give him free parking yeah yeah but give him the hundred dollar okay, card okay. deal yeah deal or if he's bleeding maybe just go hey man i'm really sorry yeah, you're gonna maybe be okay. we bypass the yeah the grab bag for that time yeah yeah maybe We're it's gonna, not as, hey <laughs> <laughs> come on down <laughs> yeah that might be a bit awkward that maybe maybe we'll pass that by if, the, right. if they're if they're injured seriously injured or going into the hospital you just can, can can go over and okay. say I'm sorry. Okay. And you know what? You can sign a glove. Yeah. Yeah. I put the I mean, glove. if he's concussed, you won't even realize how stupid it is. So. Yeah. You sign something he has. And yeah, you don't yeah. lose a glove. Yeah, yeah. How many gloves I'll do you have? I'll sign his waiver. <laughs> how, many, how many gloves do you have in your bag? Uh, three or four. That's it. Yeah. Do you use a new glove every round? No. Do like the really famous golfers do that? I think, I mean, gosh, I heard Tiger has a new law budge every week. So I imagine he uses a glove every shot. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's my, how, how my math breaks down. I heard that Ernie uses a new ball. out. He changes balls out after birdies. Yeah. And I heard Phil does it too, but that seems unbelievable because you would think that at some, like they have to pack 18 just in case they get like a mega heater. Yeah. And there's no way their caddy wants to carry 18. Eighteen's a lot of golf. Like, I don't care who you are. You ain't carrying 18. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Yeah. Sorry, I got, man. I'm I got having two a great sl- day. <laughs> I got two sleeves like everybody yeah, does. Yeah. Uh, what, what's your process on the golf ball? Do you change it after? Oh, any, any? I'm, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, the scuff. If I could somehow, the ball would look, uh, it, there's no superstition. If the ball could like cosmetically look good all day, I'd use it all day. But yeah, I mean, I hit it in the rocks enough to know, like maybe, maybe try a new ball here and there. <laughs> all right. Um, so segments, that was the first one. My, my good golf idea of the week. And I think it's going to happen. The gift card grab bag. I will, I will buy to start the bag. I'll buy a hundred dollar Visa <laughs> gift card for it. Okay. I will donate that. You've got two weeks on the road. Okay. And then you're back here. Yeah. I will have it ready. So let's go glove signing at Pebble. Sorry, everybody out there. If you get smoked glove signing at Riv. Yeah. You're not going to miss a fairway there. Obviously not. But we're starting the grab bag following that. What's your event after that? Uh, Bay Hill, I think. Bay Hill. Yeah. People in Florida. 
Be prepared. The big sister grouping, I think. In the good news there is if you miss a fairway, just go to the water. You yeah, know? even better. <laughs> so, I don't know what an alligator is like. But... All right, uh, segment. First thing first. We'll do this every week. Best thing you heard this week from the gallery. Best thing. Not sarcastic. Uh, the guy today. Although this is kind of lowbrow humor. I've heard it before. But it was a good timing. He said that um, if I shaved my arms, I could pick up like five miles an hour club head speed, which I thought was pretty funny. But I, to be fair, had already said that to Nate on the seventh hole. So um, wait, you, you said it. Oh yeah. We talked about it. I hit a six iron over the green. and um, It was a shot that should never go over the green with that club. And he told me that it's, uh, you know, if I shave my arms and we like kind of go on this whole thing about like how hairy I am. It's just like common common talk i guess you're not days. you're not that, it's not that bad it's really not hmm. so a uh, little girl you were walking off you were walking off six and it was a little like three four five year old girl and as you are walking off she yells good job golfer Golfery, yeah really great but it was she was right I, but it was i mean it was awesome i have i have i just realized my, my, what the what my favorite thing i heard on the golf course was uh 16 uh the infamous 16 saturday so yesterday the craziest day um you know of the of the week of the year of the year yeah good point um somebody was yelling uh or their whole crowd on the right was chanting flower dress flower dress flower dress and i didn't really get it and then it stopped and then they go back to flower dress flower dress and i finally look left and across straight across from them on like the third level of of the stadium, there's this uh, attractive woman in a flower dress, and they were all just chanting for her. And I thought, I was like, you know, Did she have any idea? Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> she's just hanging she, out. Yeah, she's just hanging. Uh, I thought that, I mean, it was both like, you know, communal, like everyone seemed to be really into this. And also, like, I mean, if I was her, I'd be pretty flattered. Yeah. I mean, the entire right, you know, loge section was chanting for her. Nice. Nice job. Um, so that was good. Way to know the, way to know the area. I'm very I don't impressed. Know. I've been to Dodger Stadium once. We call it loge. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, yeah. That's what okay, it is. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what's the dumbest thing you heard this week from a gallery member? Um, and, do, and remember, we're doing this every week. So the dumbest it, thing if it's, I heard. If it's cliche. Oh, I mean, <laughs> this is a tough one. This week has all of the dumb things. Well, you can avoid the really say, horrible stuff. I'll say, I mean, somebody telling us all to hit pitching wedge on one hole that every single person was hitting considerably different club <laughs> than pitching wedge. But the dumbest thing I heard was we get up on six. Um, I want to say it was on Friday. Yeah, on Friday. And it's myself, Keith Mitchell, Bryce Garnett, and um, Keith and myself are pretty close uh, to each other on the, in the right rough. Bryce is behind us a little bit and also in the right rough. And these guys, we get up there, they're a little bit older. They're your age or something. And um, they, uh, they're hammered, hammered, hammered. And they keep talking and the guy keeps talking to me saying, I'm Bryce, Gar basically saying Bryce, Bryce, Bryce. And obviously I'm just like doing my thing where I just don't look up, but we're going to be there a while. And um, he, he says, Bryce, I got a dollar says you hit it closer than Keith. And I said something to the effect of like, well, I have $5 that I'm not Bryce. And then we go on this whole long thing where all his friends are making fun of him. And he's like, well, what's your name? And I'm seriously like, dude, it's on my back. Right. Like, it's pointed and at your, you. And your head cover. And my head cover. Like it's everywhere. It's I'm so famous. Like figure <laughs> this out. So like that was the dumbest thing just because also like just his whole friend like group or whatever. They were all like making fun of him too. But that was dumb. I mean, 
I'm all for the heckling. Uh, what I actually really love about this term is like some of the heckling is smart. Like it's it they it's right. it's witty. It's it's well thought out. They, they plan it. This is just like come on, dude. If you're gonna if you're gonna heckle me, like let's get the name right first, and then let's be have it be funny. Hopefully after that. But so that uh, I mean, like when, when you hear stuff from the fans, the 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 people that yell. So this is a small percentage of fans, very, very small percentage of fans. For the most part, it's pretty much the same. It's, you might, it might be clever. It might be the same, get in the whole thing or whatever. But, you know, if it's good, you guys respect it. 100%. I mean, as long as it's not in your swing or something like sure. that. But like, if you're going to say something, you especially, I mean, you're such a humor. I think it's always really funny. Yeah. It's just the problem is, is that that's, it's, Few and far between on like it's very rare, like the slam dogs. I mean, listen, we're not all comedians for goodness sake. For sure. You know, it's like, I mean, it's hard to come up with stuff and actually execute that stuff to perfection. Yeah. It, it's difficult. And also, um, you know, given their lack of context for things, I understand why it's difficult. That's why I do commend people who have the bravery to say anything because it is kind of a, like a leap. Um, but at the same time, you could also just like not say anything. I've heard right. that that's a that's a that's a way to go about just, it. Just never tweet. Just like yeah, maybe never tweet. <laughs> maybe never just like yell at a random person you don't know enough about. Um, but like yeah, someone was funny like today on or not even today on Friday. I heard somebody yell. I think Webb was leading, and he said something like, "Come on, Max." Um, you know, Webb's gonna choke. The gold jacket's yours. Like stuff like that cracks me up. <laughs> uh, but like that's clever. Like he thought it out. He got the name right. Na- like, na- nailed nailed, it, nailed the movie yeah. quote. I mean, it was great. I mean, you might have been yelling it at Bryce, but <laughs> he said Max. But it doesn't matter. So like stuff like that. I think you know that that's well done. But yeah, I can I mean, commend people for yelling. I am a big fan of being a little bit more boisterous at golf tournaments when it's appropriate. I right. understand that this tournament it is so much more common to yell while we're hitting that I don't really find it a problem. And again, I don't really think I'd find it a problem problem, but if it's super quiet and you're just going to yell at me to be obnoxious, I feel like that's a little bit of a stretch, but I think it should be louder. I think we should be less stringent on all these rules and, and stuff like that. All right. Before we finish segments, we're going to take one last break. Yeah. If I win the masters green Gatorade, you could pour green Gatorade on me, kick me in the nuts. (laughs) You can pepper spray me and I'm going to have a smile on my face for about ever. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. All right, we're back and we're finishing up. I want to ask you, this is a serious question. Serious question every week. What's the proudest moment of your week personally? The proudest moment you had of yourself? Wow. Um, the, the idea of this, I want you to drum up the positivity. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I didn't get hammered drunk after playing a good <laughs> event because I'm like trying to do this more consistently. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a big moment for me. Um. I thought Friday make the turn felt it was I guess it's not like a specific moment but it I felt very comfortable in who I was and what I was doing. I felt like it didn't matter if I shot whatever I shot four under on the back nine or I shot even and missed the cut. It didn't feel like it was going to affect my year how I felt about myself. So I thought that was like a grand scheme, big thing. And I was really proud of myself today on 15 hitting three iron and swinging for it. Cause like I said before, it's, I think trying to win is hard and you got to take it at times. And I was in a position where I couldn't just limp in and, and, you know, not luck into it, but I couldn't just hold on. I had to make something happen and I tried to make it and it didn't work and it'll work a different time. The, uh, you had three wood out. I was standing right by oh, you. Yeah. You have three wood out in your hand. <laughs> I mean, this I, this was actually one of my favorite moments. And I can hear you. I mean, I'm I'm close enough to where I can kind of hear you guys talking. You yeah, know? yeah. And I'm hearing, and I hear Joe say, I just think it's too much club, you know, with the three wood. And so you guys put it back in the bag, and you grab what I'm assuming is like a three iron, yep. whatever your long three iron is, three iron, two iron, whatever. And this guy goes, come on, Max. Never lay up. Yeah. And I, and I internally was just laughing because obviously it's a shout out to our boys at No Laying Up. It well, is our, our ex-boys. Our, yeah, now our rivals. rivals. And it was it was just one of those things where like you just want to be like, give, give it a second. Yeah, give it a second. Like watch this thing. Like I might have been too much club. <laughs> it's just like that's the stuff that's so – but it's – it, it, I guess funny is the wrong word. It's not funny. It's amusing. It's amusing. Because I did grab that three iron out thinking, like, this guy's going to be blown. <laughs> like, he's going to be so shocked at, like, how far <laughs> this next shot's going to go compared to, like, where he sees it landing. Right. He's like, whoa, that's, like, 100 more yards than I thought he was going to hit it. But, like, see, people have so little clue what's going on. That's why I wanted to do this podcast because 
you know, obviously in that moment, that guy probably was like 17 drinks deep. So I'll give him a pass. But like on TV, you'll see people do things and be like, why did he hit that club? Or why? It's like, because like, I do not hit a three iron 275 yards. But in that moment, I was jacked up. It goes farther in, um, in, in Arizona than it does pretty much anywhere else that we play minus like, you know, the mega elevation places like Colorado or something. And it was only 240 to the front. So I only have to hit this three iron 240, which is already playing less than 240. And it's just like no longer like this really long golf shot. Right. That you think when you just hear a stock number, you know, somebody on the broadcast goes, he has 275 yards and oh my gosh, he's hitting a three iron. These young guys and this technology, the ball goes for- so far. I'm not saying it doesn't go farther or further, but what I am saying is I'm hitting that shot 30 yards shorter than you think I'm hitting it in the air. And it's firm as hell. It's going to bounce up there. Like that's the shot. So you're telling like when I get up there and you said, oh, you have 275. What would you hit? I'd say three wood. Right. But in that situation, it's like not even three wood is way too much. Club. Right. Because if it even if it lands 255, it goes over the back of the green. So, so when I hear these people like that, I'm just like, all right, dude, just like give it like 20 seconds. And well, you know, you know, you made it. You said something to me this week. I try not to do that when I'm broadcasting is to get so up and get so down on like numbers and clubs and, right. and that because it is a bit irrelevant it, at times. but it's but it's it's very it's it's situational for sure more than anything else in golf is your situation it's you're jacked up it's the weather it's the wind it's the firmness it's all of these things are playing into how far you want the ball to end right it's not how far you want, no, you want the ball to, to go right yeah and uh it, but you said something to me this week and i thought it was so cool because i'd never thought about this and i've played a lot of golf in my life you don't like the tee shot at 11 here. 11, yeah. 11's a hole. It, it just kind of gives you the willies. It's just not, it's a hard tee shot for everybody. For yeah, yeah. Sakes. But it's, if people don't know, there's water all the way down the left side. There's desert down the right. It just sets you up to kind of not really hit it in the fairway. And you've got to step up there and hit a tee shot. It's right. what you make sure you do. And you're like, the other thing for this term is you're next to the line of people getting into 16. Right. You're timing off of uh, when somebody hit a shot on 16 and everyone is, no one could care any less about what you're doing and you have to hit what I think is the toughest t-shirt on the golf course. So maybe all those things play a part in that t-shirt. So I asked you after I said, why don't you hit three wood? And you said, well, I hit it on Thursday, but you said the pin on Friday was back and you go, I didn't want to have to hit five iron in. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I was, I didn't tell you this, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, that's a mass. I mean, that is professional planning for sure. And to me, I would, if you were going to use a pool analogy, I would never be thinking about in that instance with a tough tee shot, water left, desert right. It's like the hole is the hole. It's all the shots oh, yeah. to get the ball in the hole. And I'm sure there's been plenty of times competitively for me where I hit iron there on Friday if I'm in your shoes and have 225. Right. In. But you're in the you're you're, you're in the fairway off the tee. You still might make a five. You still might make a five or a six. You're trying to make it easiest to make the lowest score you can. I think that hole, depending where the pin is, there are times when it's it is kind of it could be a more of a birdie hole at times if you hit a great tee shot. But that's where Joe comes into play more so, and all, all the caddies come into play more so is that they chart the pins the day before. They know where we can attack. Today was a perfect example. We were never getting that pin. I would assume that there were probably less than ten birdies on eleven. And we were trying to just hit the fairway and find a way to get around the green right side of it into. And it's like, so you could play it way different. We hit iron off the tee. Whereas some of the days when the pin's in the back, you're hitting driver because 
if you do hit a good drive, all of a sudden you have a nine iron pitching wedge in on a hard hole where you can actually attack it. But if I can't attack that pin, like today we could hit three wood, but it's like, even with a wedge in, it was going to be really hard to hit it anywhere near the pin. So why are we going to take this massive risk off the tee to ensure maybe, maybe make a 25 footer? And now, I mean, I'm, this is somebody who made a bogey today, but at the same time is like, it, it, it had, it had very little to do with, what I did and more like a circumstance thing. Like I, we played that hole the right way. In my opinion, we didn't play maybe for three, but we, it was, it was the best way to make a four. And on, on a day where I guarantee that hole played over par. What was the best shot you saw somebody else hit this week? Keith Mitchell. It was maybe I've ever seen on (laughs) 17 on Friday pins left front left, which is like basically like in the water. It's like those like floating, uh, Things people put in their pool now where you hit like a little chip shot. <laughs> the it floating looked targets. like that, but it was like 320 yards away. And he drew a three wood. I hit a perfect three wood, I thought, to like 40 feet. And I was so proud of it. I'm like pimp stepping off the tee. And then he hit one that looked like it touched the front edge of the hole into like two feet. It was the it was the best shot. I, we were holding our breath. It would we were there's this weird thing about 16 and 17 here where you are I always want my playing competitors, and especially with so many of them are my friends, I want them to play well. I want to I want to beat you. When you played great, like that, that's what I want. I think that's what a lot of guys want out here. So we root for each other, but like 16, 17, you really are rooting for people because there's so much extra going on that you really want to see them succeed because it's just like, it, it, it's intimidating. It's a lot going on. You don't want to hear, you know, your friends get booed. I mean, in a funny way, yes, but not like, because they actually failed. And, you know, Keith gets up there and I thought he made a one on 17. It was a phenomenal golf shot. It's weird. The only hole in one on a par four in PJ Tour history. Hit another ball? Yeah. yeah. It was, I think it was Andrew McGee. But yeah, the first backstopping in history. <laughs> Shout out to Sean Carter. <laughs> but, you know, like, I am. I can't believe there hadn't been another one. It is, it is shocking just considering that there are sh- so many short par fours. Um, but it also... <laughs> I mean, it's 320 yeah, yards of making still like, one. I mean, he had a three with that was the best I've ever seen, and it didn't go in. Right, I mean, right, I've right. seen a lot of more shots go in. <laughs> playing out here um so that was a kind of an odd one so you have a story we're gonna end on you've got a story from the week uh it was a great i just want to say it was a great week to be out there and watch you i appreciate you not being frustrated with me and all my friends not at all requests but you know i again i mean it was i know we were starting this i wanted to see what was going on there were times where it was not going the way that you hoped and there was times where it was Awesome. I wasn't out there on Saturday. I didn't shoot see the 64. I was following along online. We were doing stuff around the house, but I don't know, man. It, like, it's just, it's cool to see you in this place, dude. Like, thank you. You played really well at Tory. You played well here. You're going into two weeks, Pebble Beach and Riv, two golf courses that you called your two favorite golf courses in the world. And I mean, the, like the confidence has to be there for you to go into this thing and think no matter if it's, a top five guy, the big gallery guys that we were talking about earlier, I feel like you've got to feel like they've got to come play me kind of right now, the way you're playing. Yeah. Um, the confidence was in, in a cool way. The confidence has been there for a few months um, and being more comfortable in my own skin out there has been there. Um, finally, the golf is, is following how I feel, um, but it's been a fun. It, it's getting to the point where, instead of saying what I was about to say, which was, it's been a fun run. Um, it's, I feel like old me again, a little bit where I don't feel like I'm on a heater. I don't feel like I'm, 
I found something. I feel like, like this is golf. Who again. you are. Yeah. And, and that's how I used to feel. And, you know, college is obviously a completely different thing, but, and in the beginning of my career, but I, I used to feel like my good average golf was plenty good enough to do something decent. And I would always hope that my great golf was good enough to do something great. I'm starting to believe and see the results in that. And that's what's fun is I know that if I keep doing what I'm doing, results come. And that, that's been a, a welcome change to, uh, you know, grabbing the steering wheel as tight as I possibly can and praying to God I remember how to drive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I hope I, <laughs> yeah, hey, I hope. That, that, hey, that guy would have not hit three iron on 15. Hell no. No, no. That, no, that okay, guy no. was just happy at the fairway. <laughs> I want to hear your story. Okay. Well, so I want to first shout out my friend, Steven Silver, uh, Stevie F baby on Instagram. Uh, just make fun of his name. Uh, cause I do want to tell one time I like the handle, though. somewhere down the road, Steven and Rory McIlroy story. Cause it's fantastic. But okay. Here's my story from the week. Uh, I'm going to preface it with right after I saw this, I saw, uh, and this is where I labeled girl crying by front, <laughs> uh, by the ballet. There's a girl in a pretty dress bawling her eyes out and being consoled by just random people. And it just, I looked at it. I was just like, man, you know, like how in Step Brothers you say like the Catalina wine mix. Right. It's like the waste management. Like, I don't open. know what's going on. No one does. She's just drunk, <laughs> like crying drunk. But this story, the story labeled two girls, one cart. Uh, I come in after Saturday round, play great. Um, you know, run into Mandy Balionis, who's one of my favorite people in this whole world. And uh, she comes over to me. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I'm going to get an interview with uh, with her and CBS. And of course, I didn't. But <laughs> I did think that for one moment. So and excited. I was, I was pretty excited. Uh, and she goes, do you see what's going on behind me? And I'm like, no, but like, do you want to go do the interview? <laughs> and she, so she goes, I was like, no. And I look behind and there's this girl and she's doing the, um, you know, again, she's in pretty like sundress and she's doing like the the, where you take your hand and you put it out straight and then you touch your nose and then she's touching her toes and it looks like she's kind of in trouble. There's a few cops around her, but it's not super intense. And I'm like, oh, wow, like what happened? She said, they're doing a sobriety test because her and her friend, and there's her friend I finally see to her left doing the same exact thing. Her and her friend uh, apparently just stole uh, a golf cart and started driving it on the golf course and hit two people. <laughs> What? And I said, well, I think the sobriety test is over. Right. Because <laughs> they're drunk. Yes. Like, I think that, 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 that there's no one quite dumb enough to do that. Right. So they're wasted. So I think that they were just screwing with them, making them do the sobriety test just so they could say like, okay, well, like you're still going to jail. Right. Like you failed. But it was fun to watch you fail. Man, stealing a cart. In front of, I mean, there's a lot of people. And, and you know what? And, and I want to shout this out because you mentioned this to start the week. The Thunderbirds, the waste management, all the entire tournament, the security there is unbelievable. Un the uh, the amount of things that go on are so small compared to what you think could go on. Right. I mean, a lot of stuff can go on. There's, there's go a, wrong. Can, 300,000 people there in one day. Yeah, we're complaining about people yelling at stuff. I'm just happy no one tackled me. Right, and you're saying, so you got to find a car with a key find in it. it. I, which I don't know how all any of this happened. I mean, that is next level. Yeah, that's so you think that the field sobriety did, did not go well. That that was, by the way, if you're, if you're listening to this, it looked good. Do not, I mean, do you, not, do not steal any golf carts at any tournaments, please. For now the love that I of think God, about don't it, I think, anybody. The, I think the, uh, sorry, the girl crying by front was their friend, but she got away 
She wasn't on the car. So she was crying. No, she might have been, but she got away and was crying because her friends were going to jail <laughs> and she was drunk and then felt bad that she wasn't still part of the party because now she was singled out. That, that, that party's this going, thing, right? that party's going one place and one place only and you don't want to go there. No, no fun. But I mean, yeah, yeah, they didn't, they probably didn't realize it till the morning. What yeah, even that's happened, exactly so right. I guess that's uh, you've soft. got, you've got Pebble next week and exciting. I know you're excited to play with your, play with the, best football player i've ever seen play football aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers, and so you've got a little college love going in that we, yeah we got a lot of college love. so what's mostly college love. what are, what are the chances you guys as a team really compete in this thing? i think it's high okay oh, we have a great group chat going his caddy eric my caddy all Joe. four oh we're we're real down we, we've had some facetime uh sessions just prepping the week uh, we have our practice schedule all laid out. FaceTime. If, if, are you guys? If you guys aren't surprised, like Aaron is pretty competitive. So, so he's been working. Oh, is he's he, been I working. Mean, he's telling you he's been hitting range balls. He's and getting played ready. the last week. He said he's feeling better. Um, he's been on this move because uh, you know I was on on the news, but he uh, he has a nice big old house now. So I think that takes uh, time to move into. But he's right. been playing some golf uh, in SoCal. He got up to Pebble today. I think I'm going to see him tomorrow afternoon. I'm excited. I've watched him play before. He's a really good golfer. Um, obviously is super athletic, uh, very cerebral. He, he gets the game. Um, so it'll be fun. I'm actually really excited to watch him like in, you know, kind of in his element in, right. a, in a way, uh, as far as competition goes, uh, but it'll be fun. I love Aaron. He's been nothing but great to me. Um, he is the perfect kind of intense. He, he wants to win more than anything in the world, but he also gets what we do. And I think that's, what's so cool about meeting athletes that aren't golfers um like the real athletes they appreciate what we do and it's cool because i don't even appreciate what we do i i think it's stupid but uh i think what they do is is tenfold better well, it's, but. It's, it's the whole it's the whole you know like musician you're musician athletes everybody wants to be the other one actor exactly. you know it's like you always want to do the thing that that you don't do because it looks like so much fun right yeah and like you're you're thinking that, but I'm sure. I mean, for God's sakes, I'm sure they all would be would would love to just be able to hit it like that. Yeah, yeah. Once sure. around. Yeah. You hit your driver good this week. After Thank a, you. I think I feel like what, did you not hit it great the first day, and no. then after that it was pretty good. Yeah, I, it was the first day uh, I would label as it was either perfect or horrendous, <laughs> and there was not even a close in between. <laughs> There was a couple spots. You were on eleven. Dude, a couple. You spots. were on eleven, and you hit an unbelievable shot. But where you were on eleven. I was like, yeah, not great. Well, this is this is like again. I was, I was like, I've 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 hit it here for God's yeah. sakes. Um, I appreciate it. This was fun. We'll do it again next week. Do us a favor before you go. Follow at Get a Grip Pod on Instagram. Follow Max on social media if you don't already. At MaxHoma23 on Twitter and newly to Instagram. He just found out about it. He never even knew what it was. <laughs> at Max Homa already verified already to 10,000 followers. It's already annoying. He's going to have like, yeah, well, you're 000. annoying. You already have at Shane Bacon. There's no numbers. There's <laughs> that was there. early. You got to be early on. First so you should Bacon. get on like TikTok now so that in five yeah, years, when we tell you, I don't, I don't think I belong on TikTok at all. Yeah. You're too old for that now. Yeah. Uh, and, and do us one more favor, rate and review the podcast. We're new. We're chasing all these other podcasts, hoping to catch them. We need you to rate and review it for that to happen. It takes two seconds. Max promises if you rate and review, oh boy, <laughs> he will 
he will allow you to grab out of the gift card. Oh, grab sure, bag. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a side one. It'll be like Dollar Apple card. <laughs> dollar Apple. Uh, and that, I think that's as high as they go. <laughs> We're just taking shot after shot at potential sponsors. Let me tell you something. The quesadilla burger at Applebee's is bomb. If you haven't had oh, you're not going to have it. We'll, we'll get into this next week, but Max is uh, done eating meat. And we'll leave it at that. And Max, Applebee's. And Applebee's. Uh, have, a great, uh, have a great week, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Max tees off on Thursday at Pebble Beach. You follow along with that and Aaron Rodgers. It'll be exciting. Don't have the tea times yet, of course, but we will tweet that out uh, from accounts and all that. And uh, yeah, we're excited about it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back next week. Get a grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. It's a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.